This is the beginning of part six. Question number 66. A popular format in magazines is to ask the same maybe 20 questions of each celebrity or expert. This format appears popular and well-received. So do you think it is a good format for creating an expert audio interviews info product? I think it's a great idea. I think it'll save you a lot of time. And let's say you're going to interview 20 copywriters, okay? It'll make it easy since you're a copywriter. 20 copywriters. And let's say I've done an interview with you on copywriting, Ben, and I've got all those questions from the interview, and I can just put them on a piece of paper. They would be my basic questions. So I can go to any other copywriter and just ask them the same exact questions. I think that would be a nice product because hopefully the questions I asked you are good quality questions, and I really worked hard to do my research or I did an ask campaign to get the questions that people who want to break into the copywriting business want to know. And so asking those same questions to 20 other copywriters, I think that would be great and very easy and less work for the interviewer. Okay. Question number 67. Which format should an audio interview be in for radio stations to be able to air the audio on their radio stations? All right. I don't know. I was going to ask you since you've done so many radio. Do you know? From what I understand, and this is from back in the day. When in college, I took radio TV. They would want a broadcast quality tape, and so this was back even before CDs were really popular like that. But I don't know what that means in terms of how digital audio works. Okay. I really don't know. I guess broadcast quality would be my answer, but I don't know what that means as far as all the technical aspects. We're under the next section, marketing and making money with audio interviews. Question number 68. How can you justify the statement that audio interviews are a big moneymaker and give us some real specific details on how this is accomplished. Wow. The real details on how this is accomplished. We've talked a lot about this, okay? When you're selling one-on-one, that takes a lot of time. If I'm not using audio, the way it's accomplished is simply by leverage. Doing audio interviews and distributing them on the Internet through your website is selling one-on-many. You only have to do it one time. After we finish this teleconference, I don't have to ever have to do this one again. And I can use this teleconference to sell my products or services or my credibility or create a package from it. I only have to do it once, but it could be selling multiple people 24-7 anywhere in the world as long as they understand English. It's that leverage. And that's what I've been able to do with a lot of my audio interviews. So, you know, I gave you an example of the cold calling interview that I did with the gentleman that's been playing for probably four or five years. One interview. I only did it once, and it just plays over and over again to someone interested in cold calling. So that's been a good money interview. John Carlton interview has generated income through affiliate sales. Ted Nicholas has generated sales. My HMA interviews, it's not just one interview. I've got about probably 12, 13, or 14 interviews on my website, which educate and promote people on how to become a marketing consultant. And I only had to do those interviews one time. The Art Hamill interviews. Ben, you wrote the Art Hamill sales letter for me. I've paid you some nice commission checks over the years. That interview sold a lot of product, or that combination of interviews, not just one interview. I probably have 12, 13 hours of interviews with him. My consulting interviews where I'm consulting with people online that promote a product called Audio Marketing Secrets, that's been valuable to me. The Eugene Schwartz audio, a Money Man interview, which is an interview with an expert on how to get corporate financing. My interviews on barter that sell my secret loophole barter product. Even the Alex Mandosian teleseminar. So you can't deny that audio interviews 
work or that they sell products and services because they do. And I'm doing it every day and I'm doing it while I'm sleeping, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it's all automatic. So I guess that's some of the proof elements that it really does work. And I'm so convinced on it because I know it's true. But usually there's not a day that I don't sell something that's been sold automatically. I just had a sale come in before we did the interview on a product with an expert named Ken Ellsworth on persuasion, which is an automatic product. So you've heard me talk about event. The website's like a little automatic vending machine. It's like a little money vending machine. Yeah. It's like a collection of infomercials all in one place. Not all of them are selling. Some are just pure content, but there's a lot of interviews in there that are designed to sell something or to step in front of the demand of a prospect of someone who wants something. You know, sometimes it's not even the interview, it's the market. You may be able to have a terrible interview, really poor interview, and still sell something because the market is super hungry. That's the most important thing is your market. But a well-produced interview will sell more than a terrible one, no matter who's in front of it. So you want to do it right from the first time. Yeah, I would just say, I mean, the proof that it works is just look at all the books and products that are sold just during radio interviews. Yeah, exactly. And these are short. I was on the radio selling my dog books, and I'd make sales after 10-minute interviews, you know. It, of course they work. It's just the right product at the right time to the right market. Like, that's marketing. Right. All right, let's keep it going. Okay, question number 69. How many total audio interviews would you need for value? Real simple answer, all you need is one. If you were dying of thirst in the desert and I had an interview that told you where the water was, what's that worth to you? Is that valuable to you? Yeah. <laughs> if there was a safe in front of you and I had an audio interview that had the combination and you really wanted to get inside that safe, how many interviews do you need? All you need is one. One interview can be extremely valuable, just like I gave examples. One interview with an expert promoting their affiliate product or getting control of a product or licensing a product from someone and you selling it is very valuable because once you know it works, it'll work ongoing if you have a timely market. So all you need is one. That's why it's so important to start with just one. Okay. Question number 70. On your website, all the interviews are free. So where does the money making come in? The money making comes in from product sales, from affiliate products that I promote and from existing products that I own and control and sell from the site. It comes in from consulting clients. It comes in from audio interview services where people want to use me to interview them to promote and market their product and service. And it comes from joint venture opportunities where people will contact you and you can work together to do joint ventures where you're leveraging off their list. Question number 72. How do you get the largest number of attendees to your interview and convert them, especially for high-priced offers? Okay, I did talk about this a little bit. The best way I know how is you have to have a list, and I have an email list, and I broadcast to my email list. If you want to get a high number to the interview, broadcast twice. Send it out one day and then send it out three days later and you can get double the amount of people to your interview or to your teleseminar or to your promotion. Send it out three times. You know, send it out four or five, just like what I did with Alex's promotion. I sent five different emails. You know, it was a live event. I sent one like 30 minutes or an hour right before the event. And ironically, that last email, we were measuring everything. That last email an hour before the event got more conversions than any of the other five. So if you do have a timed event, you know, a live teleseminar, that scarcity, meaning you've only got so much time to get on the line, that will work for a live event. 
but you're trading your chances of missing potential people who can't make the live event for potential sales. Question number 75. This is another very good question. How do you create a continuity program using audio interviews that does not facilitate someone coming in and sucking up your content in month one and leaving at the end of that month? Okay. Well, I've heard this. Membership sites are notorious for that. I don't know firsthand because I haven't interviewed everyone with membership sites. But for the most part, if I had a membership site to hardtofindseminars.com and you had to pay a monthly fee, say 20 bucks a month, to access all my recordings and downloads and transcripts and play buttons, most people would just come in, 1995, they'd suck everything out, download it to their hard drive, and they'd cancel their membership. Now, there are ways to combat that. You could offer different levels of membership. Like I could say, 1995 a month, you get to play the audio online only. For $29 a month, you get the transcript. For $59 a month or you know, $100 a month, you get the rights to download the MP3 files. I interviewed the owner of Success University, and they sell a membership site to lots of audio and video content similar to mine. And in the interview, I did ask them how they kept that from happening. That was one of my specific questions. And what they do is they limit the amount of downloads. So you can only download two of the programs per month. Very similar to Netflix, you know, the video rental company. You know, when you have a certain membership, you have different levels. One level, maybe you get to rent one movie a week. A higher paying level, you can rent four a week. And then a higher paying level, you can rent unlimited. You can do that. You can also space your content out, like Alex Mendocian does. He sells his teleseminar secrets, and he breaks them up into modules, and he presents the teleseminar, the course, all the content live every Monday night. And sometimes it'll go three, four, five, six, seven hours. So he spaces it out over to an eight-module system. There's other ways to do this as well. These are just some of the things that come to my mind. Well, you know, the one way, and we were talking about this last week, I heard this from a friend of mine named Daniel Levis, and he was talking about how this is a big frustration for people, just people coming in and taking everything and moving on. He says, why don't you just have things delivered by autoresponders? So, you know, they can't do that. They just get dripped the one month of continuity, and the next month they'll get another email and, you know, yeah. giving them all the stuff at the beginning just to drive them in there. Yeah, it's a great idea. Or you could say, hey, if you're the type of person who wants it all and you want it all right now, you know, Dan Kennedy, I think, has the mother of all offers where you can get every single one of his products for, you know, several thousands of dollars. And there are people who want that. They want it now. They don't want to be dripped on. They don't want to wait every Monday to listen to the content. They want it all now. It is a challenge. Okay. Question number 76. How do you break down an audio interview into segments that you can use as a teaser? How long and music or no music? You know, I have on my audio clips A page, like once you're into my site where I have all the listings of all the audios, I have this 45-minute audio recording, which is nothing but clips from all my interviews. I learned this when I would edit my own interviews. So I would listen to the interview, and if I'm listening to something I'm saying or if I'm listening to something that the expert is saying and he says it with passion and emotion, your ears kind of just like perk up. Like if you're at a restaurant and you're listening to back chatter and you hear someone say something that captures your attention and you kind of pay attention a little closer, you know, there's points of the interview that something really powerful will be said. And you can look for those points in the interview and you edit them out. 
and you can use that as a promotion. So all my interviews, a lot of them start with a little commercial like that, just like in a movie, that key high point of the interview, and then I have a little music right after. It's kind of like the signature music. That's just the way I've done it ever since the beginning, and I think it's good. It kind of adds excitement at the very beginning of the interview, and that's how you do it. So just listen for something. Just like Ben, when you're looking for a headline for a sales letter, and let's say you're listening to an audio interview for stuff that you're going to use for the content of your sales letter, you know, your prospect will write the headline for you many times. So that headline is kind of similar to a promotional piece that you can use to promote the interview. And you could break it up. You can have five or ten of those pieces all through the interview and string them all together. So that's how you do it. Okay. Question number 77. Is it possible to make money using videos to sell your own product or to hire salespeople to sell it for you? Yes, it is. Definitely. YouTube is absolutely evidence of that. Lots of great promotions and promoters on video on YouTube from guitar lessons, piano lessons, anything and everything you can think of. We talked about Blendit, the guys who blend up the iPhone using YouTube to market through video. Mentos, you know that Mentos candy? Oh, yeah. Did you ever see those two guys in lab coats where they were taking Mentos and you put them in Diet Coke and it creates like a pressurized explosion and the Coke, you know, spews up like 10 feet in the air? I've never seen it, but I have heard the story. Okay, well, you go to YouTube and type in Mentos, and this thing went so viral through YouTube. Mentos sales, I heard somewhere, and don't quote me, I think the Mentos candy sales, because of the viral nature of everyone buying these Mentos to make two-liter Coke bottles explode, went up like 20%. So absolutely, video, very powerful to sell, but you need a medium that people's eyeballs have to be on that video. Video, if you compared it to audio, if you had 100% attention of someone watching a video or you know demonstrating a product or just listening to an audio recording, video will win hands down. But audio has so many other ways and opportunities to get inside the prospect's mind, from a CD to listening while you're exercising, cleaning the house. You can multitask and listen to audio. You can't do that with video. You can't watch video in your car, or you shouldn't be. I've told you this many times that I recently bought a $1,000 program because someone did an interview with somebody, and I just kept listening to it while I was walking my dog at the beach on my MP3 player. Yeah. And I just sold one. I must have been the fourth or fifth listening. i got to get this thing, you know, and I don't care what it costs. And you would have never done it watching a short video. I would never have done it with any other way because the sales letter was really terrible. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even barely understand what was being sold, but the audio was done so well. And it was easy to get into your head. It was in my head and my psychology, and it was just such a no-brainer. Yeah. It was audio. And I remember you getting emails about that for the Art Hamill course, too. You know, I was listening to it, you know, in the office, and I said, oh, I've got to get this. <laughs> okay. Question number 79, and now we're getting into general questions. Question number 79, how do you become a great interviewer? I'm just going to say do your first interview, practice, be a good listener, and practice some more. Question number 80, how much more effective are audio interviews versus plain text messages? It's hard to say. You know, there's advantages of audio over text, like some that I just explained, advantages over audio compared to video. There are people who like to read, who are used to reading. And when I give away that free CD, for years I've been asking, how do you like to digest information, reading, video, or audio? I think reading is number one. So people are more used to reading than listening to digital downloadable audio. There's probably advantages of both. I can't say which one's the best definitively. I really have no idea. 
I'm going to repeat something that I was told that made a lot of sense. Tell me. That most people actually have a very, very hard time reading. I mean, they just don't like it. It's not because anyone's dumb or anything. They just don't like reading. Just like I don't like watching videos. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. In fact, the statistic I'm always seeing, and I don't know who started it or not, but I see it everywhere, is 42% of college graduates never read another book after they graduate college. Wow. I remember this now. Ken McCarthy, the internet marketing guy, mm -hmm. he used to study neurology. So he keeps up on neurological news and what's going on. And he told me even neurologists can't really figure out how it's even possible for human beings to read and write. It's just not the easiest thing in the world for our brains to comprehend. Well, this is why in the old days we used to tell stories to each other to pass information. You're listening to audio before you're born in the womb. That's true. Look at talk radio, how popular that is. Yeah. And that's the ultimate place to advertise. Those are audio messages. There's no video and there's no written text. That's true. People are in their cars. they got the radio on. They're listening. I paid attention to the commercials that I was listening to on the AM station I was tuned into. It's easy. Yeah, it's good stuff. Question 81. How do you get prospects to listen to your interviews and not toss the CD on a shelf to gather dust like it happens most of the time? You're always going to have some people who are going to toss your information, probably a majority of the people. It depends how you're distributing the audio. If you give them the choice and you've described the audio of what they're going to listen to and you've done a good job in the production, there's a good chance they won't toss it if they are in the market for what you have created for them in that interview. They'll toss it if you give them a poor interview, if you're asking questions that they don't want to know, you know, if you're not covering the information through your research that they need to know. You know, all the mistakes that we talked about will get them to toss your recording. But if you've done it right and you've matched your message and your expert to your market, there's no reason they should toss it. If you're taking your interview and you're mailing it to every name in the phone book, yeah, they're going to toss it because it's junk mail. So if you give people the choice to download and absorb the information on their time by their own choice and they've qualified themselves by the description, the headline of what this interview is about, what you promise to deliver, they will listen to your interview and they'll listen to all of it and they'll listen to whatever you can provide them. I mean, I have people who tell me they've listened to every interview on my site. They've listened to 100 hours of my interviews. So if your content provides value, they'll listen to it. Okay. Question number 82. How do you get others to honor intellectual property rights and copyright? With an audio interview, it's like, why would someone want to steal your voice? It'd be kind of hard to do. Now, they could take the transcripts and steal those. You know, if someone's going to steal it, they're going to steal it. If you're interviewing an expert and you have an agreement that you have the rights to it, you know, you have a verbal agreement or a written agreement, they're going to have to honor it because you have a contract. But I really wouldn't worry about people stealing your stuff. I think that's the least thing you should be worrying about is someone stealing your information. If you've got information that's selling a product where you control the flow of the lead, you know, let them steal it. Because if they steal it and distribute it, it can generate you sales. So in some cases, we talked about this, Ben, some people want people to steal their stuff. Jay Conrad Levinson, in that interview you did with him, said that. He says he thanks people when they do it. Yeah, let them steal it and distribute it. It's still free advertising for you. If they steal it and they're listening to it and they're distributing it to their list and they're hearing an interview, you know, let's say we only sold this teleseminar, but someone got a hold of it and they stole it and they start, hey, look what I got, and they started sending it around the Internet. Still publicity for us. Oh, yeah. Have at it. Steal away. Steal away. Okay. Question 83. How can I tie this in with blogging? 
Okay, real simple. Blogging, you need to create blog posts. You need to put content on your blog. We're at question number 83. Each one of these questions could be a topic for a blog post. So once you get your transcripts back, you have 83 potential blog posts. That's how you can tie it into blogging. And we have talked our entire blog content. You get it transcribed, you'll pay for the transcripts. You may want to get an editor to polish it up and clean it up and tell them you want to create each one of these 83 questions and answers into a format to go into your blog, and that's how you can use it. You've saved a lot of time, and you didn't have to pay a writer. Okay, question number 84. What is the easiest site to post podcast audio? Easiest and by far the best site is iTunes. iTunes dominates the market. Probably 98% of the market of all podcasts are downloaded from iTunes. I wouldn't even mess with anyone else. If you ask me how to do it technically, I do not know. I have my assistant, Diane, who handles all that for me. If you want to know how to do it, Google, how do I publish a podcast? Apple has some software that does it. There's all kinds of programs and software that can do it. You're just going to learn the steps and do it. shouldn't be hard. Okay. Final question, number 86. What is the best way to host these teleseminars on a on-demand replay? On-demand replay is simply the Internet. Have a website, have a blog, and use the Audio Terminator service. Get your audio edited, create a play button so anyone can go and play it online, link up the MP3 download so they can download it. You can use the free conference call replay line service, upload your interview there on the replay line so people can call in and listen to a replay, you know, create a physical audio CD as well. Those are all decent ways to be able to deliver that message the best way possible. Okay. Then we did it. 86 questions. Wow. And we skipped a few. But, boy, this has been fun. And all the questions are on that sheet at askmichaelsonoff.com. Yeah, so everyone listening who's still with us, I really appreciate it. And if anyone wants more information on an audio service I provide, all the different methods that I market audio interviews, I'm not going to pitch you on it right now because I'm absolutely too tired to do it. I'm just going to tell you to go to askmichaelsonoff.com notes. There's a sales letter on the 10 top secrets for selling more with audio interviews. If you read through that, there's some great tips on how to position yourself with audio interviews. And there's also a service that I provide, and I describe in detail everything that I'll do in these nine steps, from the audio interview to the audio interview editing. We'll take the audio interview and create written transcripts. We'll create a written promotion and a headline and a description for your interview. We'll provide you the transcripts in a PDF file. We'll create a master CD-ROM for you and mail you a master that you can take to your CD duplication house. We'll create a web audio delivery package, which is basically a website which we'll host for you. We'll have the play button up there, the link to your PDF transcript. We'll have the MP3 download, and you'll have a working website that you can send anyone in the world to to digest your information. We'll have your audio description and the headline, just like I have on my interviews. I'll even create on that same site a free CD offer where if you choose to, you can take your audio interview, make it into a physical CD like I explained, and you can offer that in trade, give that away and pay for the shipping, or you can charge for shipping if you don't want to pay for shipping, but get people to fill out your web form. I'll use the same web form that's been working for me for five, six years to be able to get all this amazing information and to have a more qualified lead that you can call back. 
I'll upload your audio to the playback phone system that I was telling you about. We'll design you a business card that's real popular, which will get people, if you hand them out, that can get people to call your playback message. And we'll even do podcast creation, and we'll create the XML feeds and get your podcast up on iTunes. And we'll also even host your interview up on hardtofindseminars.com. And I'll even do a PS campaign where I'll mail out to my list and direct people in a PS message at the very end of one of my emails that directs people to your interview, which is designed to sell your product or service. And I'm not asking for any profits. Anyone I send to you, you know, any sales you get, it's all yours from the PS campaign and the 90-day promotion up on my website. So that's about it. All the information is there at askmichaelsinoff.com forward slash notes. And then also check out askmichaelsinoff.com forward slash resources with an S. And I'll have all those free resources. Again, it comes down to time or money. You can do it yourself, and it can take a lot of time. Ben, we both fight for our time, especially myself with two kids and a business. Every second counts, and you really have to leverage that. I've been fortunate to grow my business and be able to take advantage of outsourcing over the last couple years, which has been really, really important for the growth of my business. There's just no way you can do it all. And I know from talking to students of mine, they wish they had someone who knew how to do it, who can do it cost-effectively, who could do it efficiently, and who knows what they're doing. And that's the service that we're offering that you can read more about later. So, Ben, thank you. I really appreciate it. I couldn't have asked for a better host, and I really appreciate it. No, no problem. All right, bud. We'll talk tomorrow, and thank you for all the listeners, and we'll talk later. This is the end of Part 6 and our final part for Michael Sinoff's Teleseminar. Thanks for listening.